March 11th, 2019, this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. We have the post-Fastlane Raw. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Giri. Mr. Matt Morgan, what would you think tonight? I thought more of our episode last night and everyone's talk all over Twitter about <laughs> superstar Raj Giri. I'd rather talk about that. We did, we did get a lot of feedback for last night's episode. <laughs> that we did uh tonight we saw the shield address the wwe universe roman reigns was supposed to have his return match uh, first match in five or six months uh we had a match for the intercontinental title uh kurt angle making some news new hall of fame announcements and ending with a little bit of a cliffhanger um high level thoughts matt of tonight's show <laughs> high level versus medium level or low level well before um, we get down in 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 the you know in the trenches so segment by segment yeah yes sir i uh dude i i love what they did with drew loved what they did with drew mcintyre at the end of the show this is exactly how he should be presented every week but don't you think i was talking about this with raj off the air matt think about how chris jericho left with kevin owens just destroying him jericho going out on the stretcher uh owens attacking the stretcher shouldn't given the news of dean not renewing his contract shouldn't they have in essence i, I use the term killed off the character of dean ambrose tonight and had sure. drew mcintyre leave him bloody and unconscious how do we know this is true not to work well that's what i'm saying but he, he, he could still come back i'm saying if they left it with going off the air with dean covered in blood not responsive to med techs there and drew standing tall dean could show up the night after mania and be they like, did, I they feel did it back. Here's the problem. They did it backwards, yeah. okay? okay? Roman Reigns is the more meaningful character that whose ass he whipped, right? Yeah. So I, I like what he did to Roman Reigns even. To me, it meant more what he did to Roman than what he did with Dean for my two cents. And again, you know, Drew, you know, he supposedly is not re-signed with WWE. Dean has, so he, he's not re-signed. Dean. Has not re-signed, yeah. yeah. So he, he's going through April. So you don't want to kill him off just yet. So maybe... They do another return match, and, and Drew destroys him again. But, um, I, you know, Glenn, we were talking about this before. I agree. Like, do it really strong where uh, Drew just destroys the guy. And I think they can still do that. So, um, Yeah, they can. And it fits Dean's character, by the way. He wouldn't ever just be killed off or die no matter – even if Brock did it, right? Hmm. He would still be that annoying zombie's aren't hand coming up through the grass, <laughs> you know what I mean, through the yeah. grave. He would die. Well, and there were some good spots in that match. I like the, mat the spot with the pencil. It's been a while since they've done something like that on WWE TV. Yep. Um, I liked what they did with the arm rail at the end. And then they had him yeah. get up. So they did go off the air with him laying there. I'm curious to see the off-air notes. Did they bring out a stretcher to carry him off? Or did he get up and walk off there? Um, but yeah, they still have a few weeks to build this. But I think that's the way they go. And that's how they give the stakes. Um, and people won't know if Dean's really leaving or not. They're already questioning that. So why not um, use Drew You know, taking him out of action as a way to give even more emotional heft to the what looks like it's going to be the match against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Um, so starting off tonight, yes, we have the Shield there in the ring. Uh, really long entrance, lots of applause. And this segued into setting up Seth Rollins in his match against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Reigns said he was going to have a match later in the night. Uh, they wish Dean luck. 
uh, since making it seem like he's on his way out, which again may or may not be true. And then we went into Seth Rollins talking about slaying the beast, Brock Lesnar at Mania. Heyman came out, they traded back and forth. Uh, Rollins actually kind of shut Heyman up when talking about all of uh, Brock's near defeats that he uh, barely pulled out victories of with guys like Finn Balor and Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. And then he was attacked from behind by Shelton Benjamin. Matt, mm. would you ever have guessed that was going to happen? No, not at all. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, again, this is where, you know, when I talk about the storytelling, I thought this was just weak. I, I, I'm fine with them having Shelton Benjamin coming in and attacking Seth, but give a story reason, like a good reason why he's there. We you know, have Paul Heyman do a promo afterwards to, with Shelton backstage saying, you know, Brock and Shelton, Shelton and Brock went to college together. They're roommates. We didn't uh, know that already, though. A lot yeah. of people don't. Yeah, they're training we, together is what uh, Heyman said as well. Yeah, he, he just mentioned it in passing. But I think, we, you know. We weren't able to, de to deduce this ourselves. No, most people don't know that. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know that uh, that uh, Shelton Benjamin is the godfather to two of Brock's kids. No, um, he, was, he was his coach for a while, a, a, a player coach, if you will. To, yeah, to they were the uh, Brock too. Right, they were the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Um, yeah, and you were were they with you in OVW, Matt? Yeah, Shelton. Yes, Brock had just been called up, but I had a year of Shelton. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of history there. I thought you could have told a cool story why Shelton did that, then get to the match later. Again, it's just that storytelling and doing more with it as opposed oh, to... Oh, it definitely would have added to it. Yeah. But, definitely would have. Yep, they didn't do that. Um, didn't. Instead, we got a one-on-one -on -one match, Seth Rollins versus Shelton Benjamin. Um, they showed a video package for Brock. Now, supposedly when Heyman was on commentary, he took a phone call, made it seem like Brock was calling him uh, with some notes and some feedback on the video package. Uh, I don't believe Brock was actually watching Raw. But, sure not. Yeah, this, Brock uh, doesn't even have a cell phone. Really? <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? Um, but so Seth Rollins getting a match against Shelton Benjamin. It was first Shelton's first time on Raw in like a decade. Uh, his first match on main WWE programming in quite some time. I think didn't he have one match on SmackDown like a couple months ago that was sort of random? Uh, yeah, he did something with Randy Orton there for a little bit. And That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they bring him in randomly. Then he's off again. Then he's on again. Um Man, so I don't know if this means that he's on Raw yeah, now. That's what I was going to say. I didn't even pick up on that part of it, but yeah. Yeah. Which is not good. I should have. I should have been like, wait a minute. It's SmackDown. Yeah. This is, you know, I've, I've talked about the brand extension before, kind of where it fell apart, you know, over history that we've seen. And it's happening again, where you just start having people showing up without reason and you're not yes. staying strict with, you know, the rosters of each brand. And it just becomes kind of a mess and eventually it just falls apart. You're starting to do that. So true. So when's Brock scheduled to appear? Is he going to be there next week? Next week, yeah. Okay. So he's next week, and the so he's on two Raws. We got three three left to go, right? Yeah. So he's on next week, not the week after that, and then he's on the Go Home Show. You know what? If they use this to build up Shelton Benjamin a little bit, I yeah. mean that that would be a very very nice uh, silver lining. Yeah, you can even kind of attach Paul Heyman with them a little bit. Cause that's been the thing with Shelton this whole time has been kind of his promo work and his, you know, mic right. skills, right. You know, yeah. the, Brock and Shelton have history. Um, they, they go way back. They're legit close friends. So putting him in there with Shelton, it gives him something, but he is kind of old. I don't know. It, it, 
that might be something better to give to a, a younger talent, but I don't know. Maybe he uh, helps Chad Gable when he turns on Bobby Roode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> something, anything. Uh, so Seth Rollins won tonight, uh, of course, that match with the stomp. After that, we got an intercontinental title match, Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor. Leo Rush interfering when Balor looked like he was going to pick up a win, and Bobby Lashley is the new intercontinental champion once again. Did not see this going. No, not at all. I, I thought it would be like a DQ or something. Finn Balor's title reign was basically a win over Leo Rush. That's pretty much what for his few, reign was. For a few weeks. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, again, this is one of those cases where I think winning the title kind of hurt Finn more than not having it. You know, having a nothing reign, I think, does more damage than good. <sighs> Do you think Finn renews when his contract's up the next time? I think he's being paid too much not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got a good deal. Um, so, I mean, yeah. although one could argue he could be that one piece that could make another company if he goes elsewhere with other talents that are also rumored to go elsewhere. Yeah. And I'm not even talking AEW. I'm talking New like, Japan. New Japan could really use him right now. Big time. Along with Gallows and, and, and what's the one? Uh, Anderson. Anderson. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, the only upside I can see to this is Shoot, that hang on, hang on, hang on. They bring, then they bring Nakamura back, let's say. All right. AJ, they just get the band back together. Dude, like th that could be tangible. Not AJ, I don't believe, but um, Nakamura. Wow. Yeah. Right? And, you know, New Japan's, they've been kind of hurting as far as buzz goes uh, mm -hmm. since, you know, Omega left and, and and the Bucks. This would give them a shot in the arm, you know, to to pull off something like that. But, again, yeah. we're just speculating. Bull club. club's over, right? And it's over because of that. Right. And, and, yeah, I mean, most people I don't think right now could name five guys in the Bullet Club. So. No, they can't. In the current Bullet Club? Yeah. yeah. No. We could, but it's not, you know what I mean? No we could. It's NWOB team. Right. Yeah. Man, that would be something, though. I mean, that would really, uh, if, if they all left, I don't know. I think that would uh, help the viability. And AEW said they're going to have a deal to use some New Japan talent, so there's probably a way they could structure that. Um, but that being said, the only upside I could see to Finn losing tonight is if he comes back as the demon at WrestleMania and wins the title back then. We always say that, and it never happens. We're let <laughs> down every time. But yeah. if not now, when? Not never. I think we. I think They're it's done. Stupid. Really? They are so stupid for this. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't the demon last year at WrestleMania. He did that one SummerSlam what? cameo. But okay, what are we missing here, though? Honestly, because it's no longer the well. He doesn't want to put up with the five hours of pain. That is not the excuse. There's no way is he letting this happen to his career because he won't do a few hours of paint. I don't buy that. I don't buy that excuse anymore. I don't either. Yeah, and he's doing makeup in bingo halls and vets halls. He certainly is getting paid a lot more now. I think he can put up with it, and he has better makeup artists. That's a good point. Like, they didn't allow him to beat Lashley in the first place for the title. So you see where WWE kind of sees him. Um, you know, he he beat Leo Rush for the title and defended against Leo, and then his first match with Lashley loses. Um, you know, someone saying he's never come back as the demon. You never know. Um, hey, shut up. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> Seriously. But, I mean, that's uh, going to be some crazy Vince logic if they're killing the demon for good. And I just, I don't know why. I mean, Matt, like you said, like, 
It's a license to print money, T-shirts, merch, fake masks in the crowd for the kids to buy. Um, come on, it's endless. It's cool, and yeah, I think it's the time to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, Finn's character right now is just a smiling guy who likes to overexaggerate with an overexaggerated smile. That he's doing this crap. I hate. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> he's just too nice, you know. Like uh, he needs to. He needs to get a little edgy, a little bit of his edge back. You don't think him adjusting his cufflinks is edgy? <laughs> no? Uh, no, I, I, not really. Dude, the guy looks like a million bucks. I must say it on your face. I love you to death. But no, like, for sure. the dude looks like a million bucks. Like, he's shredded. He's going to, so he's busting his tail in the gym. You know, he's not getting lazy like a lot of guys do when they get discouraged, when their push is not what it should be. You know, so yeah. I don't get it. I mean, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, even without the demon, you look at when, when he was with New Japan, right? In the Bullet Club. And he, you know, he looked like a badass. He By not yes. smiling all over the place and looking just so happy to be there. When he's and got Logan, that factor. I'm sorry. He does have the factor. And he looks like an athlete. He looks like, we right. always talk about guys that are undersized, don't look like wrestlers anymore. Well, I would argue if you're super duper shredded, ripped, and look like he does, you do. Yeah. Can yeah. you guys hear me okay real quick? I wish I turned yeah. on my gut. No, I, I no. hear you loud and clear. Yeah, you sound great. Um, so, but do you think though the problem, well, I was talking about this on Twitter, you know, the idea versus Bobby Lashley. Bobby, I don't think has that charisma yet. That's why they stuck him with Leo. He's not, it's not coming across, but Finn's got it. Do you think part of the problem, Matt, is that nowadays with sports nutrition being what it is and the internet being what it is, just being jacked and in great shape, that used to be enough. But now it's like you can't overcome if you don't have that star factor and that charisma, you know, and that's why I think Finn has that over Bobby. I just don't think with Bobby that's coming across. There's, What's crazy is Bobby as a heel, when you leave him alone, does. I, I, I'm worried that Bobby's lost that confidence that he had at TNA. Yeah, I was going to say uh, exactly that point. You look at Bobby's work in TNA, and he had it. He was cut he his did. own promos. He, you know, uh, he, he would came off as just like a giant superstar when you come to that ring, you know, dressed up in the suits and, and just really arrogant. Um, I think pairing him with Leo is hurting him because he's not able to kind of show his own character. No, they're making him act. And anytime you make any wrestler right. act, it's going to be terrible, usually. Yeah. We're, we're good reactors, not actors. Yeah. I just think with Finn, I think this is uh, one of those things where, uh, you know, someone but, in creative doesn't see it, and so they're just not going to utilize but yes, him. But, yes, there is yeah. more money in Finn as far as an all-around. But, yes, to, to your question. And plus, you know, he's younger, uh, you know, he can he can go. I mean, Bobby's been around. You know, he's been around a long time. I'd want I'd want Finn at the top of my list. Every single tour there is, every overseas tour, every children make a wish, everything possible. I'd, I I can't see where you would not want to use Finn Balor. I'd, I'd, but I'd say that about Lashley too. Yes, <laughs> no, Lashley. yes, great, yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> you know, military background just great looks like a superstar. Too. Yeah, yeah, just nice. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just very very smart. You know. Good looking dude. So yeah, but the most charismatic thing he's done since he's been back in the WWE is show his ass to the crowd. Yeah, the most charismatic thing Finn has done is, is smile and you know yeah, just, everyone loves adjust, adjust his cufflinks and adjust his sweet leather jackets cufflinks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, pose with Bailey and you know wear Bailey's jacket. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> I shared a locker room with him. Oh goodness. Yeah. So 
Uh, and I, again, I don't blame Finn. That's what they're giving him. I bet I don't yes. blame Ashley. That's what they're giving him. Exactly. EC3 <sighs> is freaking losing to Tyler Breeze on main event. I'm starting to get worked up again. Oh. I mean, Jesus. Tonight, hey, yeah. He was all over uh, Pat McAfee's Twitter commentary last night, their live stream they did. Uh, that's, that's which our first part of our interview with Pat McAfee was out today. Oh, nice. It's McAfee, actually. Is it McAfee? Yeah. I always think of it McAfee. Uh, McAfee, the antivirus, potato, potato, uh, pecan, <laughs> you know, pecan. Did you see? Uh, did you see he was in the front row at Raw too? Oh, that was actually him. I thought that was row. someone that looked like him. I didn't think that was actually him. That was him. Wow. What did he look like? Was he blonde hair? No, yeah. he's uh. Well, kinda. There was yeah, somebody with digging, the beard. There was somebody digging in at the end of the show into um, what's his name for beating up uh, uh, Roman Reigns. Two guys in black T-shirts that look bigger than normal fans to me. I think that was him. I, he, I think he was one of them. <laughs> like they were really digging into what's his name's butt. Um, McIntyre. Like get back! Hey, <laughs> like they're sitting in the front row, like as fans. Yeah, I mean, no, well, his fans are pretty brave. Yeah, he's he's great. I mean, he's a NFL star. Like his name was being tossed around for that Monday Night Football. Uh, and not not with officials in the NFL, but people online were starting this petition to get him, you know, uh, in that Monday Night Football open color so, commentator uh, position. I, I would argue that means more that the fans are the ones trying to choose it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. No, he's got the charisma. He's got great personality. So, speaking of charisma and personality, the match didn't happen tonight. But what did you think of Baron Corbin's promo? He cut building up the match with Roman for the, the match that didn't happen about the cancer, about training the big dog. I thought it was strong. Yeah. I thought it was very strong. You know, this occurred to me tonight, looking at what they're doing with Ronda, looking at how some of the heels are a great heel is someone you love to hate. And Baron Corbin is mastering that. Like yes. he's, I hate him. he's yeah. one of the few true heels right now. Yes. He's a dick. I hate him. <laughs> he's and you know, his job. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to see that match at Mania. I'm glad they're going with Drew and Roman at Mania, not uh, Roman and Corbin. It's the right call. But Corbin, he's, you know, he's been working he's, on his character. He just needs to change his outfit. He needs to get rid of that, uh, the Olive Garden clothes. And, you know. He's golden if he does. That's all. That's it. That's the only thing. He's done everything. You said he's mastered everything, Raj. Yeah, he's, he's a lot he's, better than he used to be, for sure. He's earned what they gave him now. When you look back and you're like, okay, you know what? When we're like, what the hell? Okay, they shaved his head. That's cool. They're making him wear this ridiculous outfit with his flair every week. Um, <laughs> um, what in the is TJF Friday's uh, flair outfit? Um, and they were like, what the hell is like are they doing? Where is this coming from? Like this push should have been a year ago. What are they doing? And like we had to keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And eventually a constable thing eventually started to take with him and his promos right right yeah but like it goes to show you sometimes they do get it right yeah and you know what i mean you know i came down pretty hard on fast lane last night just based on the booking but that shield match was awesome and corbin did really well in that match last I night i thought so too he did he, he's killing it he just he did. Held I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of him but I, i've got to give him his credit he's killing it yeah just change that outfit it, it, it just takes me out of it as soon as he's in the ring and starts wrestling with that you know, the, the I think suit. he could end up against Kurt Angle at Mania for that retirement match. If they're going to put a younger guy over, he seems oh, yeah. like the most obvious choice. That would do a that's great. Yeah. I think it should be Cena, 
I think Cena would be a great final match for Kurt. <laughs> for 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 the I get why I get why you're saying yeah. that, but what does it? We want to be doing this, and I know Kurt. He's going to want to do it for a younger kid. Yeah, yeah. I feel like because he's probably going to lose, right? So it should yes. be to somebody that's you know can use that that push. Corbin is one name. I feel like Finn. Um, just because he could get a great match out of Kurt and had yeah. going out with Ooh. a great match, you know. But what's the story behind that, though? Just uh, Finn's been sure. a lifelong fan and wants, it's you know, bad. it's like, yeah, like Flair and Sean, right? They didn't have yeah. like a heated feud going into it. Looked up to you my whole life, and I got into the business because of you. You can always throw that out there; that's believable. Right. And um, have this great match, knockout, dragout, best match of Kurt's had since he's been back. Yeah, well, that's... he's proud of, right? And Finn gets to have this, and the announcers get to have it every week by talking up Finn when he comes out. Now, the man that retired, Kurt Angle. Yeah, if yeah. Jason Jordan ever, ever gets cleared, if he gets cleared the next few weeks, have him uh, pop Kurt Angle from behind, and you finally get that father son you know, no. storyline resolution. No, no, it could go away. Well, you have yeah. Jason Jordan come out saying he made the whole thing up. Uh, he can't stand Kurt, <laughs> you know, he, he lied to further his career and now he wants to get, you know, take him out at Mania. So, you, you know, then you get a good storyline. You wrap that whole thing up. Do we have to? <laughs> no. Or just do Finn. <laughs> do you think like, he, Jordan's been out for so long? Yeah. I don't think he's coming back, no, right? He's doing behind the scenes work now. Yeah, he? he's been working as a producer backstage. Um, Is he injured? Yeah, he had, he had some scary stuff with his neck and... Uh. And losing feeling in his hands and things like that. So, jeez. Well, there you go. Maybe he's yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, it's good they're taking care of him, giving him other stuff mm-hmm. to do. And supposedly, what was I reading in creative that people actually like? He's actually got some juice in creative that Vince appreciates his input, his ideas. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. So, hey, it's something, right? Far worse uh, places to end up than there. Um, so, after that promo, Ronda Rousey came out. Started talking fast. Way too fast, but all the bombs she was dropping were good. She just needs to slow them down. Yeah, exactly. Slow it down. Take a breath. But she was great. I love this Ronda. Yeah. Wants to make it a handicap match. It comes. She comes across as dangerous. She comes across as different, special, which had been lacking uh, so much over the past year. Now she comes across as this crazy badass. You don't know what she's going to do. And... Uh, you know, it just adds this element of, of uh, chaos and danger, and and uh, it's great. And she she plays it perfect. I said Becky's a joke, Flair is a joke, and anyone who believes in this crap is a joke. What you what you call say carny carny crap or something like that? Yeah. Now again, thing. with the story aspect, it's like, well, then why is she there? You know, you're exactly right. Why do you want to be champion of such a shitty thing? Right. You hate it so much. You think it's a joke. But then why are you there? You know, explain. Just explain that. You can always just quickly say money. right? Yes, exactly. It's two seconds to say that. Like yeah. Brock, Brock used to have to do that. Yeah. Lot. Or she could just say, you know, I came to show that uh, I can dominate this easy business. I was, you know, the top in MMA and I wanted to come into your world and be show that I could be the top here, too. Okay. And I wasn't expecting that, you guys. Like, I knew she was going to come on heel, but, like, dude, like, she's, like, she wasn't even in the ring yet before. It was like, F you fans. <laughs> like, there's nothing out of her mouth, like, uh, between the ropes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. She, like, then- slapped everybody. Like, before she even got in the ring, and I, I just <laughs> unloaded this machine gun of just, brrr, like, just right. nonstop insult. 
Yeah. Well, and then out comes softer featured, softer makeup, Dana what, Brooke what cutting that? a babyface promo. Poor, poor Dana Brooke. <laughs> as soon as her music hit, you're I'm like, oh man. For her. They gave her that TV time, though, and I actually thought her promo was decent. It was great. It was heartfelt to a degree. Um, I bought most of it. I didn't really get the point. Um, she was sticking up for the locker room. Don't you disrespect our locker room and our new women's division that we built from the ground floor up, except for, wait, Trish, Lita, Moolah, <laughs> this lady named Moolah, and Mae Young, and, uh, well, anyways, and I'm... Remember, you said you're going to do an open challenge to anybody in the night after pay-per-views. Well, guess what, Missy? I'm here. <laughs> nobody cares. Right. And and, and, and I think the point that the thing, too, is she's kind of going back and forth between not liking that Ronda disrespecting the women, which I think is great. And then talking about not having a chance and wanting a chance. And it's like, you know, they're kind of conflicting she begs for her opportunities to get TV time, right? Right. And Ronda take, not, uh, taking it for granted, essentially, is what, I, is what I took that as. But I don't care about Dana Brooks, so therefore I don't care about any of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they probably should have cut this promo down a bit, but I thought Dana... You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Dana, but, you know, Dana... I thought she was good. I liked her as a baby was, face. She was likable. She was like the one. She did a good job. But, it, again, you can't do this with people that you've not featured on television. Right. But I think, okay, so for those of us, like, you know, that have been watching her uh, since NXT, I mean, we feel you. invested in her. You. you. Know? Yeah. Fans on the chat board right now. Dude. Please all say in unison. You're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, Glenn, when her music hit and I'm she good. came out, it was just like, all right, come on, go in and get killed. <laughs> you know, that was. <laughs> she didn't even do the, t she didn't even do the, the somersault in the air, the flip. She didn't do that. No. Which normally uh, I like, but anyhow, so yes, uh, Rhonda. Is that a, a Bluetooth moment for you at home, Glenn? When she does it, <laughs> I can't do that. I would try and do that and break my neck. Okay. You know, you couldn't do that, Matt. You can't do a flip like that without your hands. I cannot. Yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Rhonda just beat the crap out of her. Beat the ever-loving piss out of her. It yeah. Was... Oh, and then wouldn't do the armbar. You want to see the armbar? You pay sixty dollars for a pay-per-view. Loved that. Actually, I love that. It was good. I like. You know what? When I was thinking about it, because at first you're like, Ronda, WWE Network, uh, you know, ten dollars. But then again, that's better that she doesn't know that she's not shilling the network, and she comes from a world of pay per view, so maybe, you know, yeah. not using WWE corporate speak. I thought it made it even more effective. Could you imagine? If you too. want to see this? The WWE Network is free for new subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. That, that is something Hunter would say, but yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So I, I dig it. I like the stuff Me that they're too. doing with Rhonda. Yep. Oh, man. After that, Alistair Black and Ricochet versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Oh, good Lord. You know, if they... Okay, so they didn't give them the titles last night, Alistair Black and Ricochet. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it now just seem like why keep them as a team? Break them up, put them in a feud yeah. with each other, do something. Alistair Black's entrance is so freaking cool. I like it. I I, I do. I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Everything about him is cool to me. But putting him in a feud with these guys, like Matt, this no. is this, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's no offense to Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, but right, not that's not a good sign. It's not. And those guys look amazing. They're in great shape. They're both stud ass athletes in that ring. 
Bobby especially Chad's in the best shape of his life, obviously, no question. Oh, yeah. But Bobby is on a different level. No offense. And I will say, if all things being equal, Raj, and I could pick my own like dream team of wrestlers I'm to make a locker room with, right? And start from scratch. Okay. Bobby Roode, I would pick before I'm telling you right now, before those other two, but because of how he's been featured, right. There, there's more money in those two currently. They shouldn't be anywhere near them at the moment because of this. Yeah, I just feel like they're doing the spiraling door with the tag teams with these three right now, with the Revival, Rudin Gable, uh, and uh, and Aleister Black and Ricochet, where it, it, it's already feeling like redundant. Um, Why are they doing it? Like, what am I missing? Were they not supposed to do this well? So they're like, oh, crap, now we got to keep them up, up on the main roster instead of bringing them back to NXT. Man, I, don't, I don't know, but it's already they're already blending into the scenery as opposed to being special, and it's only been a few weeks, you know. Well, and, this has been. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Glenn. Okay, and to put them in a match against two, I mean, I hate to say it, failed call-ups for lack of a better. I mean, at this point, right? Who? Root and Gable. Like these have not gone. I'm still holding out on Bobby. Okay. He needs to be a heel. He needs to be singles. He needs to. And I, and I think that will happen. That will come in. He will take advantage of it. When Chad started wearing that robe and doing the entrance with Bobby, that's when it's like, these guys are dead. You're right. Like, is... I agree. I they mean, came across as campy. So sucked. to put up two brand new call-ups in a feud with these guys, not good. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah, you're right. No. Yeah. Um, it's terrible. They should be single stars on their own. Featured, 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 featured. Yeah, I don't want to re- repeat too much what I said last night, but every time we talk about it, yeah, they, these guys, Alistair Black is a singles act, and I made the Undertaker Tatanka point, where you don't have Undertaker in a tag team with Tatanka when you're bringing him in. Mm-hmm. People are like, "Oh, how dare you compare Tatanka to?" Uh, you said Coco Beware, and that was actually <laughs> a good comparison, right? Thought, because it was two different extremes in character, not talent. Yes, level. exactly. I'm not talking about wrestling talent. I'm talking about right. character wise. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, the character, it is just Alistair Black. I see him, and I'm like, single star. And he should be feuding with, you know. Um, so is Ricky Perry, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But this right. is also why you don't do call-up six weeks before WrestleMania. No. No. Without, without any, uh, well, it's funny, because on the one hand, I think they should do vignettes. But then you see what they did with EC3 and Heavy Machinery, and that didn't work out so well. But effective if you did effective vignettes for Alistair Black, you know, with Dana had it dark. Yes, Dana had to do it, dude. They've done it for years. Yes. Dana had to do it. Like the Wyatt family stuff, the promos that they did, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So There's... Alistair Black and Ricochet won. Sorry, Matt. No, go, 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 go. Oh, no, so, so they won. And after that, um, they announced Kurt Angle was going to come out and address his future. But first, we got Alexa Bliss with a special announcement mm-hmm. about the host of WrestleMania, and it's going to be her. There you mm-hmm. go. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I was. Ex- I was expecting when they said that she, you know, she hadn't announced she was going to announce the the host. Um, you knew it then, really? Yeah, I tweeted that out. I was like, "Is she going? She's going to announce herself, isn't she?" Um, Good call. Wow. But it's. I mean, she says she's. She says she's not injured. So it's kind of curious that she's not wrestling. Host. Yeah, it is very curious. Maybe they saw anything for a storyline. I mean, they don't. Gets her made. They love her to death. This is obvious, and this is them finding something for her to get a payday out of while not currently using her. Yeah, maybe. And she could get involved. She could get involved in an angle at Mania as the host, if she is not in, truly not injured, and you know. Yeah. 
So, uh, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I think, um, I don't know, the host stuff, outside of the one year where they did it with Hogan and The Rock, where, you know, they kind of got involved. Hogan, he had that promo with Steve Austin and The Rock, which was just an awesome moment. Outside of that, the host stuff kind of sucks. Well, in New Day, when they hosted, only did like, what, one or two segments? I mean, The Rock only did one segment. Hosting isn't really hosting. Hosting is you come out and... Yeah, it's like you introduce everyone, and then you do one backstage segment, pretty much. But the the New Day did introduce the Hardy, so they, they did have that memorable spot. So, Matt, this should probably uh, frustrate you more than anything else on the show tonight. <sighs> Braun Strowman's WrestleMania angle looks like it's going to be with SNL's Colin Jost. Terrible. I'm happy that he's going to get probably an SNL segment out of it, right? I'm hoping. Yeah, probably. He'll show up at Weekend Update the night before and chase him around. Call me crazy, but I could have thought that other dude did Weekend Update. What happened? They both do. It's Colin Jost and Michael Shea. The other guy. You know, that dude that made that horrible. He made a very political comment about the military uh, vet that won his election. Pete Davidson? Oh, no, he's not a host. He just does segments. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, hey, a lot of people see that, a lot of eyeballs on it. I mean, no, no, watch I, can't, I, I, I can't defend this. He should be <laughs> in the semi or main of WrestleMania by now. It's Braun just, has not had a big WrestleMania match yet. He was You're teaming like with that. Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> that was his biggest WrestleMania moment. You just look at Braun, and, and <laughs> it's just like, man, you can't come up with something for this guy. Uh Bring back Bray Wyatt. He has history with them. Make a story out of that. You know, yeah. have, to, have to do any of this. He is an animal, a beast. Nobody else looks like him nowadays in wrestling. Yeah. He's an endangered species. Book him the way you were. Why do we stop? And he's a baby face. Well, because he's a baby face and he got over as a baby face. And how how do you tell a storyline with the heel against he him? beats Brock Lesnar? That's yeah. how. What are we doing here? This isn't hard. I'd rather see that than uh Seth and Brock. We could have already been done that. He could have already had his reign done with by now and been made main eventer forever. And his championship could have already been up by now. And we could have still be back to Brock being the champion. It could be going against Seth. Yeah. You know, when Paul Heyman came out tonight cutting that promo, I was just thinking, like, this has been what's what's wrong with the universal title situation over the last two years. It's just redundant. The same thing. Same thing. Heyman cutting Brock's promo for him. Brock not there. And I'm fine with Brock not being there all the time, but not as champion. The belt should always be the feature storyline on that show. And when it's for a month and then it's not for the next two months, it just makes the the whole point, the the main goal to to have on Raw is not there most of the time. And that's that universal championship. So anyway. Yep. So uh, they have the storyline be that... The cast uh, and writers of SNL, led by Colin Joe, sent Braun Strowman a new car. I don't think WWE creative knows how underpaid the SNL writers are. So I thought that was funny. But Braun then <laughs> proceeds to destroy the car. I mean, seriously, they make like, like they can't even afford to live in New York. But I think Colin Jost and Michael Che are doing all right. Well, they're the head writers. <laughs> but um, still not making as much as you think. Anyhow, uh, Braun then proceeds to destroy the car. And if you like that, you can buy the new playset. Available on WWE Shop and in stores everywhere with Braun mm. in a car. There's a car that looks exactly like that car where Braun Strowman, a figure comes with it. They were promoting it on WWE Shop today. I saw sure. it uh, when I went to look at the Garbage Pail Kids WWE merchandise that they launched. They have Garbage Pail Kids? I almost, I almost feel like I got to get that. 
Yeah. <laughs> what is the Garbage Pail Kids stuff? Real quick. Uh, there's like a Becky one, a Ronda one, a Cena one. Yeah. Are they cards? Are they cards? Uh, no, there's going to be sure. cards. No, there are going to be cards too. They're just not oh. stuff yet, but they have shirts. Uh, there are going to be shirts and cards. I think I had the entire first three series. Yeah, here, man. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I still got yeah. the binder with them. You know? Yeah. You know what sucked is you'd always had they there would always be two two names for the yes. the characters. A&B. And there was always like one that was hard to get. Like yes. you, you get you have them all, you're just buying cards over and over and over. You have like 15 of certain people. One was Fat Matt, and I forget the other one. Uh, the big fat guy. Because that was me. You know, I mean you always remember <laughs> when that was your name. There were no Rogers on there, but Really? I remember Ronald Reagan was uh he, he, and he was Oh yes. He, and I cannot get that card. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yes, there's a playset of uh Braun Strowman with a We card. had the coolest shit in our childhood. I don't care what anybody says. Absolutely. Our stuff was the coolest. You remember Look those at- little the muscle wrestling figures, those pink Come muscle- on, man. Of course. <laughs> Muscles on my my, tri- my biceps have triceps. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. We had just enough technology, but not too much. Now, yeah. kids with the internet, you don't need you don't need toys anymore. Right. You know, you don't need physical things. So, so yeah, they they also spoiled uh, next week. They were advertising in Chicago that Bobby Lashley would be defending his intercontinental title uh, against Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre. Really? And that's before Bobby won the title tonight. So anyway, so Elias was out there uh, doing his thing, and. Weird that he's from Pittsburgh. He was dissing Pittsburgh. Um, but interrupted by Noah Jose in the Congo line. Oh, poor Elias. Dude, Corey Graves was the funniest ever. When she goes, wow, uh, what, what's the girl's name? Renee. Goes, Renee, sorry. Renee goes, oh, taking a page out of uh, 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 Naomi's book. He's, well, he needs to put that back. He needs to tape it, glue it, something. Put that page back in that book. <laughs> because of the green hair. Oh, man. I could not stop laughing. They made him look like such a geek. That's a Jay Brown. Yep. Yeah. This is Adam Rose. So copied, isn't it? Isn't this identical? Oh. If you're going to copy gimmicks, why do the ones that didn't work at all? You know? I do not know. Yeah. Um, we saw a video, Harlem Heat going into the Hall of Fame, Booker T and Stevie Ray. So Booker's a two-time Hall of Famer. Two-time yeah. Hall of Famer. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Harlem Heat, they were one of my favorite WCW tag teams, them and the Steiners, so, you know, in the 90s. So really cool. Who inducts them? Who do you think inducts them? There was, I, I think I mentioned this before, there has been talk of getting rid of the inductors and not yeah. having people do any induction speeches. Oh, but otherwise, uh, not opposed to that. Yeah, yeah. But Teddy Long managed them, right, for a while. Ooh. No, he managed Doom. Um, um, yeah, Sherry Sherry Martell would have been the one, but she's anybody else? You know, um, I don't know who. Yeah, we'll see. It could be a throw. You know, it could be a WCW throwback out of anywhere. It could be a Sting, right, to get him involved. It could be Eric Bischoff again. It could be DDP. It could be anybody. I'd love if it was Scott Steiner. Just because he has a history with the Steiners. It would be the best if it was Scott Steiner. (laughs) It starts going off on Triple H. Well, the joke online today, everyone's saying it's going to be Hogan. I could almost see them thinking (laughs) this (laughs) manipulates them a little bit. 
Yeah. Booker did have a famous promo on Hogan. I thought for sure they were going to play it tonight. For some reason, (laughs) I saw it coming, but it didn't come. Yeah. 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 It'd be funny if they did. Uh, After that, Lacey Evans came out, made her way to the announce table, made eyes at Corey Graves a little bit, and put her uh, fan in Renee's face. So that was what it was. Uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina Snuka came out, gave her a dismissive look, and then went to the ring. Natalia came out with Beth Phoenix. Oh, my God, is Beth Phoenix looking jacked? She looks amazing. Uh, she looks like she could take on Ronda. I mean, she looks really good. Yeah. You guys um, remember? She's always jacked. But they don't show her arms when she's on commentary. She's always wearing, like, a blazer. Um, she's a former right. female bodybuilder. Strength, uh, she's used to strength competitions. Yeah. Um, so not, the frame, the frame. She's a super impressive frame. Oh my god! I mean, she looked fantastic. So this match didn't get going because uh, Phoenix went for Nia Jax. So there was Which was cool. That was different having a babyface come in and do that. Yeah, Brian, that was cool. Yeah, so it seems like they're they're clearly setting up a multi women tag team match for Mania. So three of the teams are right here. I'm What's okay that? with these. I'm okay with these three. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing they'll probably throw a SmackDown tag team on there as well. Iconics. Ooh. No, I was thinking no. I was I was thinking uh Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. No, see that's now it's too much. It's too much. I know. But they like throwing everyone, you know, you know, jamming everyone on these shows. They do. So last night on the pre-show, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, we'll see if they pick this up tomorrow night. Everyone was showing that segment with EC3 and suggesting there might be more to that. Oh, yeah. Like a terrible like love triangle angle. Did he talk in it? He did. He was hitting on Mandy Rose. Okay. And Sonia was kind of like, move so along, pal. Yeah. Um, so after that DQ, oh, the Nyan Tamino went backstage and beat the crap out of Sasha and Bailey. No. Well, no, Sasha and Bailey Sasha attacked and ba- Nyan Tamina. That's right. right. But it looked like Nyan Tamina were getting the upper hand. I don't know. Officials broke it up. No, it looked like Fed uh, Finley got the upper hand. <laughs> well, doesn't he always <laughs> in these situations? Um, Batista came in. The, the most awkward. Oh, my God. Whatever that was supposed to be ever. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. If I heard that damn sentence one more time. I know. It sucked because it, when he came out, I was I was really into it. I was digging it. And then they just kept saying the same thing, this whole promo over and over. Give me what I want. No, you're not getting what you want. Give me what I want. Spits just flying all over the place. Loogies are hitting all over the microphone. He should not have said a single word. He should have built it like he was doing and waiting for the fans to stop and start to decrescendo and shut their mouths and then walked off stage. Yeah. And pissed everybody off and not said two words. (laughs) And then just left. And Hunter looked like an idiot getting all dressed up for a street fight and nothing happens. I don't think they'd do this today, but or he has like Stephanie McMahon trapped in the back. That's got to be coming. <laughs> that has to be coming. That and Vince, I thought. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could do Vince, but uh, Vince is kind of a heel right now, so I don't think they'd do that. But if you, he had a – yeah, Stephanie being like, I want you at WrestleMania. You've been dodging me long enough. You know, mm-hmm. give me that match. But this, I don't know. This is what he wanted? I, I, I didn't know what he wanted. I, I'm like, it can't be a match. He could have found other ways to do this. He's box office. He knows he is. He doesn't need to be at a Ric Flair to get a match at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah, you know he, I mean? yeah, he shouldn't be out there like begging for know. a match. I mean, he's exactly. a superstar that's bigger than Triple H. So I'm sorry, he's you know what I mean. He's in the biggest movie ever, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So well, yeah. And then Triple H saying, "I'll give him the match," 
and this had to have been intentional. He said it will be a no holds barred match at WrestleMania. For sure. Yes, prompting all the Hulk Hogan gifts on Twitter. I, I threw one out there. Yes. Um, what do you mean? No holds barred. You remember that movie? Oh yeah, duh. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> uh, they got they got to do some more promos with this because there could have even been some good ones. Triple H could have gone in on him, Doge going out there trying to be the Rock, and then Batista could have thrown back, "Yeah, I remember the chaperone, your attempt at stardom," you know, and they could have just really gotten into it. Like, there's a lot of material here to build up this match. I think. But I just Batista, think that, I'm uh, go ahead, Matt. But Batista really did go out and blow up. It's yeah, clear. he is not a failure. Right, he became a bigger star. He made, probably made more money than ever outside of yes, WWE. Much more. Yeah. So, just saying, he won. You know, I, I did like that they tried to put a story, a little bit of a story with uh, Batista saying he wants his farewell him. match to be mm-hmm. Triple H's, and that you know tri- Triple H looked down on him. But uh, so I, I did kind of like that. But it took a long time to get there. And this is where we got to be careful when we criticize them, them being the writers and the company at times, because I felt something was missing here. I felt Dave forgot something here is what it felt like to me at home watching this. There was a huge meat on the bone that I felt was just missed tonight. And I don't mean with the writing. It felt like Dave didn't say deliver something that he was supposed to deliver somewhere in that promo. Like when he said, like, I supposed to, I want to get the hell as far away from you as possible. There was more to that. I think we were supposed to get not that I'm in there. Yeah. I know the storyline, but it felt just how they usually do business and set things up that there was more to that more meat on that bone. And Dave looked nervous to be quite frank. Yeah. At times, at times he looked nervous in his promos. Look before he starts talking. He's like talking to himself. Yeah, I did like uh, I did like Triple H's line where they, they had all those indie guys dressed as security guards. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H goes, "What is that? Guard Guardians of the Independence?" <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was good. Pretty good. So, speaking of one last match, Kurt Angle came out and announced that his last match is going to be at WrestleMania this year. Um, Apollo Cruz came out. They had a quick but friendly match with Angle winning covering Cruz for the pin after the angle slam. And yeah, we talked about it earlier. I think it's going to be Corbin. A lot of people want it to be Cena. Uh, any other ideas you have, Matt? No, uh, I, I like it to be Corbin. Corbin deserves this. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's earned this. He's done everything asked him. He's improved immensely. From a storyline perspective, if you want to put heat, you know, heat on a heel, I guess Corbin would be that guy right now. Um, Again, from a match perspective, that's where I'd go with like an AJ right. or a Finn. Right. But AJ is going with Randy Orton. Finn, you know, who knows? Finn's probably going to be in a multi-person match for the Intercontinental title. So it's yeah. probably going to be Corbin. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, he was supposed to have a match versus Roman Reigns. Roman came out to the ring, and then Drew McIntyre started viciously attacking him, throwing him to the ring post, both from the inside and the outside of the ring. Uh, Seth Rollins took his sweet time coming out there to help Roman Reigns break this up. And, uh, yeah, they took him to the back. Roman said he had a headache, and uh, but he was all right. And this set up Dean Ambrose saying he wanted a match against Drew McIntyre. False count anywhere. No DQ for tonight. So, yeah, I mean, this was the whole last half hour of Raw. And like we talked about at the top of the show, they had a match all the way throughout the arena. Dean and Drew uh, spots, including one with a pencil to Dean's eye. 
uh, stuff on the announce table and ended with Drew McIntyre standing, uh, getting the pin and then standing tall over Ambrose. So with all of this storytelling, I mean, how's this working for you, Matt, these moving pieces of setting up Roman versus Drew McIntyre for WrestleMania? I dug it a lot. I mean, what wasn't like, what, what wasn't to like, especially if you're a McIntyre fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it too. I think that's the best match for Roman at this point. Um, and, uh, and, and, and it was vicious. Like they showed that I, I wish they'd been doing this with Drew all along as opposed to just randomly all of a sudden he's, you know, he's a that he's guy a and he's not. Yeah. Right. Then for two months, he's not. He's one of the three stooges. Right. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, 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 and it's crazy because I loved how unbelievable it was when Michael Cole said right now, folks, this is the most dangerous man in all of WWE. I was like, you know what? He is. More than Brock Lesnar, I, I buy into that character right now. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, Drew's great. I mean, it, obviously, it makes all the sense for Roman to win there. But at least, you know, this is one of those cases with, with Drew that he's getting a, a higher profile spot at WrestleMania yes. than he normally would have. So Okay. I was looking for something here because I don't like him losing either. But I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know what? I'll take that. You're right. Yeah. And... And hopefully they follow up because Roman, as we've seen with with Braun Strowman, he could really help elevate guys. And I think he could do that with Drew. You know, if they knew this was the match, why did they say Dean was leaving? Why did they go through all that when they could have had Drew take him out and do that as part of the storyline? What do you what do you mean? Say it again. If they hadn't said Dean was leaving, okay, if we knew the rumors were that Dean wasn't renewing, but WWE didn't acknowledge it. No, this one right. last ride for right. the shield, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Then they could have had Drew really viciously beat up Dean. And in Kayfabe, they could have played it like, oh, Dean Ambrose might be done for good. He might never walk again. Like because they could have the, given more the, There's more money in the uh shield uh one last hurrah in the shield, in my opinion. Yeah, because yeah. then that's the explanation of why it's their last hurrah. Otherwise, it's like, well, they could just keep teaming, right? And right. so by explaining that Dean is leaving, it, it's weird. I mean, I think the whole thing is weird. I've never seen someone legitimately <laughs> leaving as a storyline. I And I don't think they knew the entire time through this, this entire episode of him leaving or not. I don't. I think it's changed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember to go back to when Jericho left. We didn't know Jericho was leaving at the time. He had just gone over to SmackDown with the U.S. title. Kevin Owens showed up for a rematch. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens beat the crap out of him. People were expecting Jericho perhaps to come back. We didn't know how long he was going to be gone for. He still hasn't come back as a member of the roster since then. So, No, yeah. no there, there were times when you know someone's leaving, and they, it's legit. Goldberg, we knew last year at WrestleMania he was done, right? Or two years ago. Um, so, you know, there are there are times when it's not a work, you know, and I, and I still think that it's not a work personally. It's just weird that they're mentioning it so much on TV. And I know it's to sell the shield reunion, but it's just still weird. Well, speaking of retirement in the last couple of days, the world of professional wrestling has been rocked by the news that Brie Bella is retiring from in-ring action. Wait, what? Yeah. She, she announced on total Bellas that she is uh, retiring. She's retired now. See ya. <laughs> um, you know, Brie, I, I got to give it to her. She, she really tried. She wanted, you know, she really tried to become a better wrestler. Uh, tried did. to expand her move set. It was dangerous. The stuff she was doing because, um, you know, some of the dives and stuff outside the ring where she landed awkwardly. They both improved immensely more yeah. than what they were brought in to do. I remember the two Garcia 
girls, as they were called, being brought in by Johnny A's, who found them in a modeling catalog. <laughs> yeah. I remember this. Yeah. And to what they become, you gotta get, you gotta tip your hat to them. I'm not a fan of them. I'm not, but I'm a fan of how much they've improved and how much they respected the business after a while. Put their time and then some into this industry dude absolutely and they're huge stars they're huge stars in wrestling and outside of wrestling yeah they're they're really big they're they're bigger outside of wrestling oh yeah yeah so she's retiring um and as people retire new people get signed wwe is signed robbie e stokely hathaway and cal bloom tweeting out today stokely hathaway being uh the news that was so well received across all of twitter today why raj can you speak uh he's just kind of a cult figure in roh is as a manager um nice he's a great talent he's he's really entertaining so um, what's his name stokely hathaway okay and um so if you look at our article about wwe signing a former impact star roh star and a second generation wrestler they signed uh cal bloom and cal is the son of Wayne Bloom, who is Bo Beverly and the, the Beverly Brothers. And this guy is big. He's 6'5". He kind of looks like almost like Snitsky in a weird way. Um, a big dude. So he's the kind of guy you could tell that Vince is going to give him a, a, a good pu- a good push whenever he's brought to the main Body place. looks like it's the shit, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you see him? He looked soft in the, from, what I could, from the one picture I saw. It's not really fair to judge. He's wearing a T-shirt, but I could see rolls in his... Ah. Lower abdomen area. But, hey, he looks humongous next to Robbie E. So what do you know? Robbie E looks very different without the the Robbie E gimmick. Ism, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the isms that are Robbie E, yep. Yeah. So I hope he's able to find himself there because Robbie E could be very entertaining for them. Lifelong yeah. fan, too, living out his dream. So it's cool to see. Absolutely. It's interesting. I, I think WWE has probably signed more people from TNA now than TNA mm-hmm. has signed from WWE or Impact has signed, you know. At least lately, for sure. Definitely <clears throat> lately, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're 26 days out from WrestleMania. You guys excited? I am for the girls' match, right? Yeah. Except for the women's match. I'm excited for age. Uh, what's his name? Kofi. Yes. Yeah. Even though they're they're booking with shit last night, but yeah. <laughs> um. Vince is going to be on SmackDown tomorrow night. Vince will be on SmackDown tomorrow. It, you know, the only down again. Yeah, it yeah. seems like WWE. The only storyline that they know to get over a babyface is the McMahons are trying to screw him out of something. That, right. And that's they just keep going to that, and they're doing that now with Becky and Kofi, mm-hmm. as opposed to just keeping it Daniel Bryan and Kofi. Like have you know Daniel Bryan have him refusing this sign to face Kofi, and you know there's a storyline you could do there without needing the McMahons, and it's so nonsensical that Vince would just out of the blue say you're not you know going to be wrestling in the main event at Fastlane when Kofi was in the main event of the pay-per-view before that so the storyline's just you know again it's crap mm-hmm. yeah uh Shane McMahon also tomorrow night is going to address his actions oh I am interested in that too by the way yeah well, so we'll see. And uh, we'll be back here tomorrow night. Well, Raj and Matt will. I am not here tomorrow night for the podcast, but tune in right after SmackDown goes off the air on the East Coast. I'll be back next Monday for Raw. Uh, anything else before we take this home, Raj? Uh, check out Pat McAfee, part one. The full interview will be on the Winkley tomorrow. Uh, we got tons of stuff. Christian coming up this week. Uh, Matt Taven, 
uh, Mega Ran, uh, the the rapper Mega Ran, uh, who is actually uh, doing stuff for the ROH anniversary pay per view this week. So uh, just tons of stuff. So yeah. stay tuned. Nice, Mr. Matt Morgan. What do you want to plug before we take this out here? Just my uh, fundraiser wrestling event. Uh, Deputy Mayor Matt Morgan's Ryder Park Rumble at Ryder Park here in Longwood. Um, hosting a bunch of independent wrestlers that have been cool enough to come out here uh, free of charge to uh, donate their time, sacrifice their body for your entertainment. Those are the essential Floridians. Come check it out. 2 p.m. Ryder Park in Longwood this Saturday. All proceeds go to Lyman High School getting anti-concussion helmets. Much needed. The whole state here is picking up the news on this because it's a huge deal that in my opinion, uh, our state needs to pick up the tab on not parents at home that can't afford $350 helmets and therefore should be worrying about their kids' mental health. It's ridiculous. No, absolutely. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, be sure to check that out. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. And until next time, folks, we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.